listening to the Power Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And I'm so delighted to have with me today Lisa Fraley. She is delightful and in such a cool space. She is a legal coach. And not only does she do the coaching, but she's got a book like Easy Legal Steps. And and I'm going to have her talk to you about that. But it's the combination of that great intersection between the masculine and the feminine. And I don't, I don't want to say too much because I love how she explains it and the alignments and the chakras and all kinds of yummy stuff around that. But who would have thought that we'd be having a conversation with somebody about the legal world and how it connects with things like superpowers and intuition and alignment and your soul. And so this is so needed in our world right now. And to me, she really epitomizes this expansion that we're seeing into all of these various genres and and verticals. So I'm really, really delighted to have her on the show with us today. So please join me in welcoming Lisa to the show. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much, Tonya, for having me. I love that you bring people's superpowers to life, and I'm just happy to be here with you and talk about the legal and energetic parts of the law. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Like I've been saying for, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I've been saying for a few (laughs) years now, like I see a lot of stuff coming out of the legal world because I mean, every industry has to change, but we, we've started to attract a number of attorneys. And so I'm seeing that arena in particular being super ripe for evolution. So I love that you exist and that you're doing your work in the world. So thank you. No, thank you. I, well, you know, Tonya, that we don't always choose our path. It partially (laughs) is chosen for us. Yeah, I believe that one of the things that is so important is bringing all parts of you together into your work. And for a long Mm. time, when I worked as a lawyer in a large corporate law firm, I was a healthcare attorney. As amazing as those lawyers were and as smart as they were and as much as they guided me in my legal career, there wasn't a lot of room for intuition and soul and spirit. And so part of the reason why I wrote Easy Legal Steps that are also good for your soul is because I wanted people to know that the law can be infused with love. It really can. It can be infused with steps that are drawing on your intuition and drawing on when is the right time for me to take this legal step. doesn't have to be a black and white issue. It really is colorful. It really is something that you can do as you go in your business one step at a time in a way that feels authentic, in a way that feels an integrity rather than this like nasty, fear-mongering, scary, corporate, yucky approach to law. Oh, I love this conversation so much. So let's jump in and first talk about your superpowers. And then I really do want to dive into this because I've got a lot I've got some theories on this myself. So what are your superpowers? So my superpower on the surface is actually bringing spirituality and love and soul into the law. I align seven legal steps that most entrepreneurs newers need with the seven chakras and talk about the law in a way that, because I believe that it's practical where certainly legal documents and entities and things cover your buns and protect your business, but it's also energetic because when you take a legal step to create a contract or to create an LLC, you're also creating, I believe, an energetic container for your work. And you're creating a stronger energetic boundary of clarity and policy that help other people respond to you differently. And the energetic part of the law is what no one talks about. So I think my superpower is sort of pulling both sides together, the practical and the energetic, and bringing sort of love and spirituality into the law, which most people think of as devoid of both. So great. And and what's so funny is a couple years ago, maybe, I kept hearing very clearly, like I was seeing a 
pattern of people in like child custody situations, legal stuff, business wise. What were some of the others? Like tenant, mm-hmm. tenant, tenant. tenant. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was just this. And I kept looking at these things. I was like, why do these feel all the same? Like they don't look the same on the surface. Like nothing about them was similar, but they all felt the same. And I kept hearing like, you can't win there. And I'm like, what is going on here? And that was the <laughs> message for every single person. And it dawned on me, like where we typically play in those spaces is such a low frequency. Yes. And, and I kept totally. telling people, I was like, you have to be willing to walk away from that. And I, and even to the point where some people I'm like, you have, the other person has to feel like they won. Like, can you allow that to yes. occur? And it was so bizarre. And I'm like, here's, you can keep fighting in that but you exist in a higher frequency at this point and you know it like we all exist in higher frequency but they were in awareness of it i'm like you can't play that game well anymore and it was so bizarre to watch this occur and to kind of be the bringer of that news to people because i'm like i don't think this is gonna go like you think this is gonna go exactly look good Um, and so but the challenge is how do you do that right Right. Well, and here's the thing. The law is, when you think of traditional law, or you think of lawsuits or child custody or landlord-tenant issues like you're talking about, they're adversarial. And by nature, there's two sides fighting each other, and one usually feels victorious, and one feels like they lost. It's unfortunate that the system is set up that way. I know for me, I don't work in adversarial settings at all anymore. I don't, I did a little bit when I worked in the litigation law uh, practice of the law firm, but I personally have chosen to withdraw my myself from that low frequency. Because even though there really is a need for the legal system to right wrongs, like there is good fundamentally in the legal system. It really is designed for justice and to right wrongs and to bring balance back. But unfortunately, it's evolved over these years just to be so ferocious and just horrible experience for people, even when they win, which is so unfortunate. So I know for me, I tend to stay on the business building side and stay in the higher frequencies of helping people take steps to prevent things from going wrong so that they can honor their business and hold and support their business. In fact, I talk about contracts as sacred containers because you're really holding the client relationship and your communication in this document, in this container. So unfortunately, there is that negative back and forth in the adversarial setting, even though the underlying intention is good fundamentally. The experience can be so horrific. So hopefully there will be some change in that. Otherwise, I just choose to associate myself over here with my beautiful clients who are really trying to build businesses and make their dreams come true and share their superpowers with the world in an uplifting, beautiful way. Well, and ironically, I think that that may be where the solution lies because Mm. most of the situations that come up is, you know, those things occur because people weren't proactive. Yeah, because the legal world is so daunting. Um, we see this a lot, you know, when my husband and I first started off doing running a due diligence firm, this is where the whole superpower concept came from was because what I found was a lot of people who sought us out for due diligence assistance or risk mitigation assistance, they didn't need those services. They needed coaching, like they needed empowerment assistance. They needed to know why they were continuing to get themselves into these situations. And yes. so I found myself coaching a lot of people, which was never my intention, you know, not my conscious intention. And that's when we finally, over time, had to split the businesses and be like, okay, these are two separate entities we've got going on here but that was where it grew from and what we found was if we could empower people to face the stuff head on and say okay where are you seeping power in this situation and what can we do either even if we can throw a band-aid on this one but can we mitigate this moving forward and it changed everything and so those clients never found themselves in those situations again and so I think that even though it feels like you know because I was laughing when you were sharing that because I feel like yeah I I kind (laughs) of took that road too and it feels like a cop out, but I, I think that we're modeling, like, oh, wait, no. you can choose to disconnect, not, not disconnect. You can choose yeah. 
to yes. take a different trajectory. And I, yes. and I really want to let people know who are listening. Like, you know, I think it's too easy to dismiss like, well, Lisa could do that. And Tonya could do that and all this stuff. But no, you can do that. Like, totally. what is it that doesn't allow for that to occur? Address it head on. And then you've positioned yourself to now you really do get to opt out of some of those lower frequency spaces. Yes. Exactly. And the key to that, I think, is that's why I like to use the language of legal love and talking about caring for your business or caring for yourself. Legal love. I do. I that's, my, that's my brand. That's my theme because of the juxtaposition of the two is so ironic for a lot of people. But when you are, when you really are creating contracts or thinking ahead and commu- so communicating clearly with your clients or with business partners or whomever, that is I believe, and you can tell I'm very passionate about this, it's a really loving thing to do for yourself and your business because it's almost like, you know, a mother with a child. You know, you want to tell your child to look both ways before they go out into the street. And so that's really being proactive and protective so your child doesn't get hurt. It's the same thing. When you create your legal document, you're trying to help prevent something from happening before it occurs. And that is taking care of something that you hold precious, I believe. This is not the language that most lawyers speak in at all, as you know, but when you get to what's underneath the surface of the negative and the adversarial and the scary and people frightening you and ambulance chasers, the bottom line is that most law students go into law school to serve. They go into law school to stand up for justice and speak for people who can't speak for themselves and to try to right wrongs and change legislation. Like it's a really noble profession, ironically. It's as you go into the profession, you just come out learning how to work sort of in a sausage factory or somewhere that's not honoring those beliefs completely. But underlying (laughs) it all, they're really, you're laughing, but underlying it all, if you go back to those principles, why all those lawyers went into the practice of law in the first place, that I believe they were very soul-centered and they were very, I mean, some people go into just to make money for sure. But I, I mean, a lot of my friends went into the practice because they felt it was a way to help impact society in a positive way. It just, unfortunately, you come out not always feeling that way. I, and I, I'm rolling about the whole like sausage factory. Like I have this like, like this assembly line kind of motif going on. And that's exactly how I felt going into the counter intel arena. You know, in the beginning, yes. it was like it's national security. It's like, that's yes. a big deal. And, and it sucked the moment I had to kind of look in the mirror and go, at the end of the day, like, I don't know, like, I'm happy doing this. Like, what is happening here? Like, this is a job that like most people like don't even know exists. And then when you get it, it's like coveted, you know, and I'm like, and I I just, it was just tough, you know, and for all the reasons that you're mentioning, and I can say the same about that industry, like most people, people go into it pretty sure willing to serve and service above sure. self and all these other things. And it, and it just kind of starts to eat you alive after a while. And it's difficult to maintain that higher road at times. And so everything that you're talking about is so incredibly crucial. And again, for those of you out there who feel like you operate in, uh, you know, men or women who feel like you operate in industries that feel soulless, you know, that feel like the heart's been taken out of them, know that you're listening to this for a reason. Like you have the opportunity to bring that into it. And, you know, sometimes it's hard. Like that's what the whole mm-hmm. superpower net exists for is that we provide that support and that energetic connectivity so that those people who are really pioneering new ways of doing things in these industries have the strength and support and guidance to really be courageous and bold because otherwise it is hard to do on your own. It can feel like it's you against the world and it doesn't have to be that way. There are many, 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 many of us making those changes in the world. And even though we can't do it for you, you know, we can certainly do it beside you. 
and it makes all the difference. Well, and that's one of the things I love about you and your work is that you really help people hone in on their superpower and then own and honor their superpower because it is courageous to do that. When I first realized I was sitting at my computer one day typing the blog post or something and all of a sudden that's when I realized that there were these seven steps that most entrepreneurs entrepreneurs take one step at a time as they grow their business and they aligned perfectly with the seven chakras. And I was like, I think this is a really great thing, but I am terrified to tell anyone about this. And I did not bring it into my work for two years, two yeah. years, because it was terrifying to think, wait a minute, people are going to think I'm crazy. People are going to think, who is this lawyer? Like, what is she doing? I'm also a health coach and a life coach by training. So I have a coaching side, which was open to this and bringing it together. But what I love about your work is that you allow people to step into those superpowers, which can feel scary and courageous to truly own and then share with other people. Oh, well, thank you. And as always, like, I love the whole conversation around like puzzle pieces. So it's like just knowing that you're out there doing that work in the world and, and it supports what we're doing in a, in a general sense and what we're doing supports what you're doing and we can promote that. And it's, it really does, in my opinion, bring like all these magical degrees to life. Like, it's just like, mm. there's this real like synergy and yumminess that exists in those spaces. And, uh, and it's so cool. Like, and what you model is the courage to do that in arenas that you know, really are right for that evolution. And I joked about it, like my husband, and I left government, like we weren't, mm -hmm. that wasn't our trajectory to be in it and evolve it, but we can certainly plant seeds and throw them back in there and support the people whose work it is to do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's what I really enjoy about everything that I do, because I see as people get that courage and get that clarity about who they are and really master their own personal power so they can use their superpowers, the changes that, that we see in the world because of it. And you're a walking, talking example of that. So it's yeah. beautiful, you know, the fact that you had the courage to do that. And I think too, if I can highlight for our listeners, you know, really feel what she said. That took two years for her to step into the space that she knew she was going to walk into. And that's okay. Like sometimes you have, mm -hmm. have to allow that to unfold and trust the timing of it and trust that in that time frame you're gathering up the pieces and you're doing the work internally that needs to happen to support you when you do take that out into the world. That's not minor work that's happening in those time frames. Well, I appreciate you acknowledging that. And what I would just add to that is I could not have done it without my mentors and coaches. And this is why I love the fact that you you do mentor and coach and have your program to help people because it's not, we can't come up with this courage by ourselves, in my humble opinion. Like you can have a dream and you can have a nugget of a dream and you can be called, but very few people really step forward forward into that courage without support. And mm -hmm. the best support I've received was from all of my coaches and spiritual mentors and healers in my life to say, it's okay. Like it's okay to do this. It feels scary. It feels isolating. You feel like you're crazy, right? You worry people think you're crazy, but you know, when you're entrenched in your own authentic view of the world, it's coming from a place of heart and truth that it, like you said, it was going to come out anyway. We, I was going to be stepping into the work anyway. So it was important for me to work through that, through my coaches and mentors as I went along. So that when I, I mean, I never thought in a million years, I, I'd have a book in the world that talks about all the spirituality and mm -hmm. legal steps and chakras and helping people go from scared, scared and stuck to being empowered using the law. Like who, that was terrifying for me. And yet here it is. <laughs> I love it. Here it's it so perfect. And I'm just reminded as you were talking, I'm remembering now how our team got turned on to you. And it was, it was through Alison Donaghy. 
Um, as you were talking, I was thinking about her, the whole think opposite thing and presenting different sides. And I was like, oh, that's how we were connected. Like, (laughs) uh, so, so huge shout out to Allison for connecting us. Um, I love it when synergy happens. So very, very cool. We, she's been on the show a few times. So, uh, Mm -hmm. she she quickly became one of my favorite people. So she's very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Very awesome. Well, what new projects are are in the works for you? You know, you have your book out and what, what's the plan with that? So interestingly, my book is actually a culmination of the work that I've been doing. So I have a legal course that's actually called Get Legally Covered. You're going to love this. Get Legally Covered so you can go bare. Isn't that great? Like, I love love it. People get that right away. Because obviously, when you protect yourself with your legal documents, you feel free to show up and share and bear your heart and soul with the world. Yeah. So this book actually is, a lot of people write the book and then create the course. I actually had the course to begin with and then wrote the book. So (laughs) it's all tied together. So I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so <laughs> happy. I'm like happy, happy to be able just, to share I've got a big everyone. old grit on my face. I'm like, oh no, she's doing these great things in the world. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I should speak that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a challenge with superpowers. Just sometimes I think I said something and it wasn't verbalized. So. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. So, very cool. Well, that's that's so, so amazing. And so how do you work with clients with the course? Is it in group oh, settings? Sure. Do you work one-on-one or... Sure. So besides the course, I do also offer do-it-yourself legal templates. And I have about 30 legal templates available. And people will say, like, can I really do them myself? And the answer is, yes, you can. They're designed that way. So there are things like client contracts and website disclaimers and terms of use and website terms and conditions and privacy. There's a whole bunch of different legal documents that you'll need for different reasons where you can just listen to an audio guide, have the document in front of you, personalize it to your business as you go along. And at the end of the hour, you're done. Done. You have this legal document you can use for life. So I really try to help empower people they're using their own superpowers to get legal documents in a way that's accessible and easy to understand written in plain English that don't take forever to get together. And that the reason why I include that audio guide is to explain to you what the document says. I just, I want you to walk away knowing what it says, because I think it's hard for you to step into your power if you don't understand how that legal document is supporting you and holding your business. Um, Mm -hmm. So the do-it-yourself legal templates are really available like one by one. And then there's the legal course that pulls them all together. And I also work with people one-on-one, particularly around trademarks or creating LLCs or S corporations. So I help people individually as well. That's so awesome. And I, and I love what you're talking about, you know, our whole concepts around transparency and being willing to, to just really own your space. And, and, I, and I see that being so crucial. And I know how empowering it can be for clients when they feel that sort of empowerment. So yes. great, great, great work that you're doing in the world. And, and I, I honor you for that. Thank you so much. And where else, where can we send people to find out more about you? Absolutely. My website is lisafraley.com. That's L-I-S-A-F-R-A-L-E-Y.com. And they can go there and actually get a free download of the book, Easy Legal Steps That Are Also Good for Your Soul. You can also check out blog posts and other free legal tips there as well. And of course, if you go there and join the tribe and download the book, you'll receive newsletters and information on a weekly basis with legal tips to kind of help balance out life and work from the legal and spiritual side. That's so awesome. Well, I think what you're doing is just remarkable. I'm very, very, Thank very you. pleased that we were able to connect and share a lot of this with the world. I feel like, like let me feel there's something, one other piece of information. So one of the things I like to do is tell people kind of live in your power story is what I call it. And, and yep. so, and the idea around that is when uh, sharing a time when you got some inner guidance or you followed your intuition, 
and then what transpired because of that. I know that's kind of been the theme of what we've been talking about. Yeah. Is there, is there another situation that you want to share with our listeners? Clearly the situation that comes to mind for me immediately is, was when we were talking about the fact that I received that download, that energetic download from the universe around aligning the legal steps with the chakras. But I think, I mean, that just was the biggest revelation mm-hmm. I think I've had. But I think beyond that, it's honestly the next, not only did I receive the information and we've touched upon this too, it was actually listening to my intuition that I needed to write this book. I needed to make it available to people in a way that was inexpensive, easy to understand, and actually sort of memorialize it in a book, if that makes sense. I -hmm. wanted to capture it all in one place. And not only in the book, talk about the legal steps aligned with the chakras, but also seven soul aligned principles like courage and clarity and intuition and leadership that also align generally with the chakras. And the reason why that's the important part is because it was scary for me for a long time to share those messy parts of me, right? Lawyers are not Mm. supposed to be messy. And (laughs) I needed to, to be courageous in the book and actually share my fears of being visible or how I've gotten, got over my fear of doing videos and actually um, now speaking from stages. And it was important for me to share me in that book, which sounds obvious, but that was sort of scary for me. That was lawyers are trained not to share parts of themselves. It's not Mm -hmm. about you. It's client. You keep your professional distance. And of course I did that, but um, with my clients, I do that with my clients, but in the book, you know, I needed to share me and that listening to my intuition that came through very strongly about that was very powerful and took a lot of courage for me personally to do that. So mm-hmm. I think I'm glad I listened to it. I got a lot of emotional support around it and it felt, it just felt really good to actually share my own stories and gunk in the book in a really obviously healthy way, <laughs> but to help people and inspire people to say, Hey, listen, if I did this, you can do that. If I created a business, you know, you can create a business too. Um, and mm-hmm. here are some tips to keep in mind as you, as you go along and you can certainly learn from my, my trial and errors as I went through. So, and, and my oh, clients as thank well. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I do. I do think that that's such a crucial piece. And, and, you know, we talk a lot about this is the most natural state of existence. So it really is easy when you step into yourself, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't feel treacherous along the way. Like that, yeah, that, that you, you don't have those kind of gut wrenching moments of like, Oh my gosh, am I going to do this? And in retrospect, they always look like, Oh, that doesn't feel like that was that big of a deal. But in the moment, as you're, as you're crossing that precipice, it feels like the biggest chasm in the world. And yes. so know that it's normal, like that's a natural thing, but, but not everybody does it. And so, so you do get credit for crossing the chasm, even Thank though it is the most natural state of existence. It's like you jumped over that. And I think it's important that we honor people and hold them up for doing that. So, well, I appreciate that. And I'll tell you what, I work through that emotionally and I set the intention. And then this other piece that I think you and, and everyone listening will find interesting is I wrote each chapter on a Saturday and a half of a Sunday. It takes, I just set forth the entire day and a half of a day. It just takes me a long time to write. And I wanted to create space. And then I opened my, I knew what, I knew the legal points I wanted to talk about. And I knew the chakra points I wanted to talk about, but I did not know generally what I was going to say about each of those soul-centered principles like courage and confidence and leadership. And do you know what? I just held the space and literally downloaded everything intuitively Mm. and from the universe into that book. And that was such an act of trust, I think, but also just an act of openness to saying, and I would, this will sound crazy to most people, but clearly not to your listeners. I actually talked to the book. Again, some people 
think this is crazy, but I believe the book has its own entity. It's, it's its own entity with its own energy. And I would actually ask the book, like in the editing process, does this part need to be in here? Does, is this important for people to know? Is this relevant? Will this help them? Do they care? <laughs> like, or am I just, you know, getting this huge giant download and sharing everything that comes through? So I actually did work with the energy of the book and with my own cognitive analysis to figure out, does this feel like it should be in the book? And when I received a strong yes, I kept that information in, even though it was, a, it was vulnerable parts of me that were being shown. And that oh, I, I think is very much in alignment with what you're, with what you're saying. It's the most natural state to be in, but it's also very scary. Um, but receiving that confirmation from the universe felt very comforting for me, even though it's still mm. a little scary <laughs> to share. Very powerful. Very, and thank you so much for sharing that and making that distinction because again, the more that we're open about it, you know, you talk about being bare and transparent, like that mm-hmm. is the process. I think for those of us who traverse some of these rocky waters to say, Hey, listen, it's okay. There is something on the other side and you can survive it and others have done it. And for sure, you're the only one doing it for you in that way at that time. But, you know, like I said, look to your left, look to your right. We can hold your hands through that process. So exactly. I love that you're talking exactly. about that. Well, very cool. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. And like, let us know how we can support you in your work. And I honor what you're doing out there. Thank you so much, Tonya. Thanks for having me. Thanks for everyone listening. And as I always conclude, lots of legal love to you. Oh, very cool. And, and, and from our side of the house, as always, we appreciate your loyalties. So thank you for listening. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.